Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Want to make your own podcast? Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super easy podcast and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. No matter what your setup is like, you can totally start creating today. Then they distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads, podcast subscriptions, and it's free. No catch at all. One of my favorite things is it offers video podcasts, which no other platform does at the moment. So I recommend you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Glow Big with Stephanie. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this podcast is for all women. We want to inspire and empower you. We're going to bring you style, humor, entertainment, good intentions, big ideas, hope, and a little bit of sobriety in each and every episode. You can get all that and more at vibewithstephanie.com. But right now, grab yourself a sparkly water, put it in a pretty glass or a coffee and get comfy and enjoy the show. Hey, I am so happy that you're here with me. I am actually recording tonight because I'm a little behind. We went and got some chickens, baby chicks, about a month ago, and they are growing. And I am const- I am now like this crazy chicken mom lady. So if you are seeing me less, it's just because I'm in the backyard with a shovel landscaping and doing all of this insanity for these chickens. Number one, I'm not even supposed to have chickens. So I'm trying to make it very like on the down low and make everything like getting shrubbery for hedges for privacy. It's, it's, it's gotten way out of hand. So that's what I've been up to. But in between having my kid home all the time from for summer and up to my eyeballs in chicken poop, I have been posting a lot on TikTok. It's become like a really awesome outlet and I'm able to reach a lot of women and build a community there and I'm really, really loving it. But in doing that, I have noticed that when I talk about my feelings on the subject of AA, people get crazy. They get crazy. So I want to talk about that for a second because it's it's a big deal and it's become a bigger deal than I ever thought it would be. But I'm kind of glad that I'm in this position to even talk about this. It took me so long to get sober for many, many different reasons. Number one, denial. I was never going to be a drunk. This was never going to happen to me. Two, that it was fun. Three, more recently with my husband, 
he didn't have that many problems with me drinking. It wasn't like he wasn't demanding that I quit. So that was something. Then there was just always an excuse. But in the back of my mind, I knew that if I declared myself an alcoholic and put that label on myself, I thought that my world would fall apart. I thought that giving myself that label would just make my world fall apart like it did when my mom declared that she was an alcoholic and she tried to get help. She did all kinds of things. I know she went to therapy. She went to AA. And I remember the big book. I remember going to meetings with her. I remember just kind of our lives falling apart. Then there was divorces and the AA and the meetings and the men that she would meet there and they would relapse together. And it was just traumatic. So for me, just the word, the label, the thought of it was like, I can't, I can't. And I didn't know of any other way because the only way I really knew that people would get sober would be AA. And that was it. AA is the only way. And if you go to my TikTok, you'll see a lot of that underneath my videos. And I never meant to come out and be like, Oh, you know, there's another way than AA. That was never my, my shtick, but it is now because I do know that there are women who are feeling the exact same way for their own reasons. They don't want to step inside a, a meeting, a church basement. They don't want to sit in a circle. They don't want to be powerless against alcohol. Everybody has their own reason for going to AA or for not going to AA. And I just want to make sure that there aren't women not getting sober and it's affecting their life negatively. And they're not getting sober because they're afraid that if they do, how much craziness is going to ensue. I just want people to know that there's another way. I'm not really bashing AA. I know that it's helped a lot of people, but it's also a program that has been around for like 87 years. And I think it works for about 1% of the people. I just want to make sure everybody knows that there's other ways and it's not just one way. There's a picture floating around. I just, I found it in my drawer. It was one of my birthdays. I was like seven or eight and my mom was lighting candles and on the table surrounding the cake were just glasses and glasses of champagne, ashtrays, cigarettes, beer cans. And I know that was the way of the land back then in the eighties, but it just, it's kind of a full circle moment for me because when I got sober, it was because it was my son's fifth birthday and I woke up with a black eye and I blacked out, totally forgot lighting his candles. And I just wondered, you know, if she remembered lighting mine for my birthday that night. And just these people are coming at me like I have no experience with AA. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Just the, the anger and the attitude. I remember all of that from the meetings. So it just put a bad taste in my mouth. That is why I decided to get sober my own way. I was like, well, I'll do whatever it takes, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So that's what I did. That's where Sober Up to Glow Up came in. Once I got sober and was like, oh, I can actually help other women do this too. This is why this whole thing even came about. So I do feel qualified to teach this topic. I feel like it's right up my alley. I did it myself. I can show others how to do it. I am a retired party girl. I've got decades of mistakes and blackouts and regret and DUIs. And I mean, it's hereditary. I mean, I'm just all up in it. And I finally 
after so many years of denial, decided to get sober. Alcohol played a role in my best friend's death, both of them. One of them was on purpose, and the other was related to alcohol and her body. I mean, it was just, it was time for me to quit, but I knew it would be the kiss of death if I walked into AA for me, because my mother, as soon as she said, I'm an alcoholic, she showed me this big book. She said, I'm going to these meetings. You have to come with me now. Everything just changed and it, and it really got very, very chaotic. New men and just everything turned upside down. And when I was 13, I finally went to live with my dad and stepmom and they did the best they could with me. I was totally wild, totally wild. I had no discipline or upbringing. My mom had been drinking her and my life away for 13 years. I mean, I think there was like a one or two year break of alcohol in my entire childhood. So yeah, that that's pretty much my story. What I'm saying is if you deep down have some kind of fear about placing a label on yourself or walking in those doors in the church basement, and it's keeping you from getting sober, like it did me, I know that probably gave me an extra five or 10 years thinking, I can't because if I say that, everything's going to fall apart. I want to make sure that nobody feels like it's AA or bust because it's not. You will start with your mindset. That's what I do when I'm coaching my clients where it's a mindset thing. You don't have to hit rock bottom. You don't. You just need to know what I know now, which is alcohol is a really pretty packaged poison that was meant to get us addicted having the knowledge about what alcohol is doing to our bodies inside and out could be reason enough for you to quit. But for me, it was like my life flashed before my eyes. And I just knew that if I didn't stop, I was going to destroy my entire family and I was going to die. Like I, I kept seeing myself in the mirror and just, I looked waxy and bloated and gray and my self-esteem was beyond shredded. Even though I walked around seeming bubbly, I felt really gross on the inside because I knew I was hiding something. I was hiding an addiction that I was very fearful that I was not going to be able to get out of. I really was worried I wasn't going to get out. So a mindset shift can change everything. Our thoughts are the most powerful tools. And if we change our thinking and not think of ourselves as helpless, as victims, that we're stuck, then we can do something about it because we are powerful. This is our life and we can take possession of our life and decide to stop drinking. But you have to be prepared. You have to have the tools ready to go. There are other tools besides mindset. God was huge for me, huge for me. I was saved about 11 months before I quit drinking and smoking. Thank God for that. It was so random. It was not even on purpose. I was like, what is happening? She's like, oh, she's, she's getting saved. And I was like, oh, I could use some Jesus too. And they said, really? And they like crowded around me. Everybody was crying except me. I didn't really even take it that seriously. But then things started to change and fall into place. And if you're not a believer, I mean, maybe think about it because it, it definitely won't hurt you. And if you are have a deep talk with Jesus. Like I remember praying and begging and crying with so much guilt and shame and sorrow after my blacking out on Maverick's fifth birthday and just saying, please take this away from me. I have to be done with this. Please help me. And I think that it darkness lifted. And of course you do have to put in the work, but 
talk to God or the universe or your inner child. I do a lot of talking to my inner child too. For so long, I was so sad for her. It was like I was outside looking in. I could just see what I was doing to my inner child, drowning her in wine. She just didn't deserve that. And it sucks. I have to grow up the way that I did. And then watching my mom and my grandmother and all, all these things and then do it to myself too. That wasn't enough. That was not enough to make me stop. For me, it took a rock bottom. Although I'd had so many rock bottoms throughout my life, but this final one was, was just, that was it. So you don't have to have a rock bottom to quit. You can just decide. You, you know that it causes seven different kinds of cancers, dementia, heart disease, high blood pressure, fatty liver, just so many things. And then what sucks is that there does come a time where it's a lot harder to quit than you thought it would be lot harder. So if you're even considering it, just bow out now and prepare yourself. Make sure you have my ebook. If you want to do the course, it's 30 days. I lead you. You get videos every day. There's a lot of self-care, a lot of mindset and just taking care of yourself, but also being prepared. Like here's what's going to happen on day one. Here's what happens on day three. Get ready for day 15. You think you're in the clear, but here comes day 15. So it's more just kind of being by your side through getting sober for the first 30 days. That's there for you too. So I hope this clears some things up because my TikTok is a little crazy right now with people telling me to shut my mouth and sit down and just the bitterness is my mom was an angry drunk. I can just hear it coming out in these women that are yelling at me. So I just, I'm not here to bash AA. I'm just not. But if you don't want to go, you don't have to go and you can get sober without it. All right. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today at Glow Big. We hope you're leaving feeling empowered and happy and ready to take on the world. Check out the website, vibewithstephanie.com. You'll get info on everything from fashion to sobriety. And for extra support on sobriety, check out vibewithstephanie.com slash sober. Have a great day. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.